What do you think happens when we die at Camp Reeves? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're gonna have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Hello and welcome back to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends absconded with Tom Hanks, purloined Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by Keanu Reeves. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm stealing your role in the play. Okay, well, it's funny you say that, because I'm Luke Patrick, mm-hmm. I'm the other dumb idiot, and this week, I was going to be your understudy. Interesting. So, t- technically, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, I'm over here lusting after the part. I am better uh-huh. than you at this. I know this. I've mm-hmm. trained so hard. But you're the big name on the bill, so... Yeah, and I I bogarted it. You bogarted it hard, but if you maybe something happens to you, you know. Yeah, who knows? You know, uh, this time of year. Yeah, it's slippery. <laughs> maybe here in Buffalo, New York, something happens to you. You get in a little accident, and who do they call the lowly understudy? Yeah, little understudy. Oh, understudy here in Buffalo. Yeah, uh, Luke, obviously, uh, we watched the 2010 hit film, Henry's Crime. Yeah. Uh, how was your watch? My watch was fine. Um, <laughs> Sam, I want quick, how was your watch? And then I have a thing I'm dying to talk about that I, we keep forgetting to talk about on the podcast. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, it uh, Fairly standard, uh, did, did make some short rib. Oh, yes. A man after so, my own heart. Yes. So the first uh, half hour of this movie was me just sort of hungrily anticipating this short rib. Yes. Uh, getting nice and tender. Now, and then, now, how'd you cook it, my my friend? Ah, uh, just a normal normal braise. Just a normal braise. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the way you go for sure. The old Dutch oven braise, and ooh, ooh, it was good. Yeah. Burned burned the dickens out of my finger. Oh. Um. But uh, it's fine now. But it was like the fingertip. Oh, yeah. What'd you? I was putting some. I was putting some onions in, and uh, I didn't want them to splash. But I I lowered my hand too much yeah. and lowered my finger right into the cooking oil. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's not what you want. No, because it got under my fingernail. Oh, that's not yeah. how they do it in the bear. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> not once does he lower his fingertip. Into screaming hot uh, beef tallow. Yeah, that's not what I remember. Um, <laughs> Jesus, well, I'm glad your finger's okay, and I'm glad the yeah, dinner came out great because all-time favorite, short rib. You know me. Oh, yeah. You're always ragging on me for cooking it, but it's pretty good. And if you can eat short rib a lot, like, mm-hmm. that's high eating right there, my friend. Yeah, I mean, you're cruising for gout yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, there are worse things, I guess. Hey, gout is just a measure of success, depending on how you view it, my friend. Hmm. You know, I like that. Yeah. I like that very much. Yeah, a little gout just means that you've been, you know, your body's not a temple. Your mm-hmm. body is a vehicle for pleasure. Mm-hmm. And, and pleasure is, in this case... Very rich foods. Very rich foods. Dangerously the, rich foods. 
Mm-hmm. That make your feet hurt all the time. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so what is it that we have been meaning to talk about? I want to talk about the hidey hole. The hidey hole. The hidey hole that you discovered. <gasps> the hidey hole. The hidey hole. The secret hole. room. The secret yes. room you discovered in your house. Yes, uh, just over there for our uh, for our, uh, video watchers. Just, just over just there. Just out of frame. Yeah, uh, I so we got new floors up here. We've discussed this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I needed to empty everything that was touching the floor from the upstairs. And uh, the closet in the office in here has a little door in it that mm-hmm. goes to the attic. And so I was like, well, I'll just chuck a bunch of shit in there. Uh, so I, I crack that fucker open. And I look inside and there's all this like insulation of like uh, ch- chunguses. Sure. Uh, on on the floor there, and so I was like, ah, well, I don't want to put my stuff in there and get it coated and all this uh, chunkus. So, um, but then I noticed something. Mm-hmm. I noticed something odd <laughs> in the pile of insulation, <laughs> and that was socks. Yes, a lot of blue socks. They kind of look like hospital socks. Yeah. Now that I think of it. Yeah, they kind of do. And, and so I was perplexed by this. And so I start looking in this uh, this little room a little closer. Because it's not the full attic like I thought. Like I thought it wrapped around to the full attic. It doesn't. It's no. like a self-contained bit of attic. There's a table in there. Mm-hmm. There's a lamp in there. Mm-hmm. There's um, some sort of old device there's a basket full of what looks to be photo albums. There are a bunch of cigarette packs. Yeah. A bunch of cans of exquisitely old Pepsi. I think it's Crystal Pepsi, isn't it? I No, it's not Crystal Pepsi. I wish. Yeah. But it is like the old Pepsi logo. It is, folks, the 1980s Pepsi logo. Yes. Uh, and then it all also in the corner are a couple uh, Milwaukee forties. I forgot about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, there's Old a shelf. Milwaukee, when you're stuck in your little hidey <laughs> hole, smoking away, you know what I depend on? Old Milwaukee forties. They <laughs> get you Milwaukee forties. <laughs> and they still have booze in them. What? I'm pretty sure they're not empty. Uh, okay. so that's just new data baby so here's the thing folks i saw all this and then i became extremely alarmed that a person was living in my attic i was so to part the kimono a little bit to part the curtains mm-hmm. uh you showed me the hidey hole because you said you sent mm-hmm. me text and said remind me to show you the secret room i found with no context with no context <laughs> and i said hell yes <laughs> uh, and the next time I was at your house helping you move some of the stuff, aforementioned stuff, you showed me all of this. And I mm-hmm. did the same thing, cataloged all the things in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what were we just talking about? Sorry. I, had, I was going. How I, I feared that there yes. was someone living in my attic. So at first I thought exactly what you thought, which is this is a bunch of weird stuff. And then mm-hmm. I too had the thought. Is somebody living in your attic hidey hole? Mm-hmm. Because that's a pretty natural leap for discovering you have an attic hidey hole. And I should also say, every once in a while, 
Um, Kenan and I have smelled like cigarette smoke. Ah. It's a, this also was part of why I was so alarmed, because I was like, has someone been up there just puffing away? Just puffing, just dealing, chain smoking through their problems. Yeah, so when I first happened across it, and this thought screamed through my brain. Sure. Um, I, I searched that room up and down just to make sure there is no way a person could have been hiding in there. Uh, a goblin man waiting to uh, ambush me and kill me while I sleep. Yeah, I think the presence of the, again, vintage 80s old Milwaukee bottles mm-hmm. and cartons of cigarettes and not Crystal Pepsi, but pretty close, would mm-hmm. have been on the same factory line as Crystal Pepsi. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, all of this combined means you probably don't have a goblin man. Mm-hmm. But you might have a phantom. Have a you considered phantom. this angle? I have not considered a phantom. Okay, you haven't you uh, haven't uh, pondered the ghost problem. No, mostly because I I know what to do if it's a goblin man. Yeah, call call uh, the police. Oh, lay down and die. Okay. <laughs> um, let him kill me and my lovely wife and uh live in the house yeah um but if it's a phantom i don't know what to do i don't know either rock salt i guess pour a bunch of rock salt around the opening yeah should i maybe put some put some fucking morton's kosher salt right in front of the door and just make sure it can't come in (laughs) burn like a whole lot of sage i think is the yeah uh, but let's just catalog things really quick and then I want to hear let's each give a theory on what we think is happening okay, okay. alright so we got old cigarette empty cigarette cartons I think they're empty yeah but yes good mo- used used mm-hmm. cartons of cigarettes uh, old Milwaukee some still left in the some still left in the hopper baby yes there are at least two yeah at least two in there uh, so far it's stacking up mm-hmm. um Pepsi. And I would say probably five cans of Pepsi. One definitely still open. The others I don't recall. Yeah. Um, And socks. And socks and a table and some weird old device. Some weird device. And a lamp. And a lamp. So And, oh, and the basket full of, I think, photo albums. Yeah, I have suspicions about those photo albums. Oh, you think they're nude photos? I think they're nude photos. I think they're a little risque. See, I want to take the shop vac up here, suck up all the the insulation chunkuses. Yeah. And then go in there. I think you, you know, should. Take, take a real good deep dive. Okay, so this is perfect because you should do this. It's your house. You mm-hmm. need to explore every inch of your home. You got to become familiar mm-hmm. with this, especially with the wee baby Keanu on the way. Sure, yeah. Um, I mean, I'll tell you, I don't explore the parts that scare me. Yeah, that's fair. If I had a spooky basement, you would never catch me in the spooky oh, basement. No. no. Uh, but this is perfect, because when you do this exploration, you'll have two theories locked and loaded, mm-hmm. uh, and then you can verify which one is correct. So, Sam, what do you think is going on with the hidey hole? Do you want a joke answer or a real answer? I want a real answer. I Honestly, I think they used it as a dark room. A dark room. 
for like photo development. Oh, yeah, that's my that's my honest to god theory is that someone was using this as a dark room. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And so they were in there for however long it takes to develop, I guess, horrible nude photos, <laughs> um, puffing away on cigarettes down in Milwaukee 40s <laughs> and chasing it with Pepsi. I No matter how you split it, this is someone who likes a good Marlboro Red, mm-hmm. cowboy filters, uh, loves a Milwaukee 40, and mm-hmm. also appreciates combining these elements with Pepsi. Sam, what are the socks for? Probably jerking it. I think jerking it is the... It has to be jerking it. There's not... <laughs> I can't think of an explanation where it's not beating off, I, uh, to be yeah. perfectly honest with you. Unless maybe in the process of developing film, that kind of hospital sock is like, in bulk, is useful in some way. Man, I hope so. I hope so, I really too. do. I'm I, Honestly, the more we talk about how these are likely erotic photos the more i'm worried that they are criminally erotic i think you got a real potential problem on your hands yeah was it like was it like the 80s josh duggar in there could have been the 80s josh duggar because i don't i don't know what to do because i think if i call the police and i say it's not mine that immediately i am under investigation yeah you're burn it I think is the only. Yeah. Because, I mean, they can't prosecute a ghost. Or can they? Or can they? So. It is. We are crawling up on Halloween. Ooh. Which I. Th- as I know, uh, I think we all know, Halloween is the only day that you can pro- process ghosts and ghouls. Yeah. that I mean, that's why the courts are crazy busy so busy with all those ghost ghouls and vampires yeah because you got your big ticket items like ted bundy you know bring him Mm -hmm. back let's get him on another charge Mm -hmm. uh year after year let's just find something else like a parking we found another victim we gotta you know yeah exactly but then there are the 80s josh duggers of the world who are under the radar but shouldn't be Mm -hmm. they're much bigger cases Oh yeah, I, it's it's why it's so hard to get a good attorney in October. Yeah, because they're spending the whole month building a case. Yeah, you know? and they're working on their seances. Working uh, on the seance, they're you know they're building a case against Blackbeard. Yeah, because <laughs> he did he did some stuff. Edward you know? Teach did some mis- at least some misdemeanors. It at, at a minimum. At a minimum, probably looking at some felonies as well. Sure. And so, you know, they're spending, you know, pouring over historical documents, finding, you know, witness statements. Yeah. So that they can put him into ghost jail? Ghost jail. Yeah. 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 Which reminds me of another thing I'm going to talk about. Uh, oh, wait. No, you didn't say what you yeah, think. Yeah. That's what I mean. I'm going to talk about my theory first and then we'll do this oh, other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, my honest answer, and I've thought a lot about your hidey hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the office you inhabit that folks can kind of see in the frame, mm-hmm. I could see that having been a bedroom at one point in time. I believe it was. Okay, I, I think it was possibly a teen's bedroom. Mm, okay. Uh, gender, not important. Uh, sure. 
And I think the Heidi Hole was a foray into a flavor of adulthood. Uh, if that makes Ooh, sense. The kind of okay. person that would saddle up to a bar later in life uh, down a Milwaukee 40 while mm-hmm. chain smoking and eating peanuts and talking about how great Jane Fonda looked in that new movie. I see. So this is someone who was like, I'm an adult now. Yeah. I'm going to go into my bar that I have at home. Yeah. This is, we're seeing the incubation period mm-hmm. for the bar regular. So this is someone who needs a hidey hole to chain smoke, mm-hmm. look at potentially compromising photos, mm-hmm. uh, which is, man, olden days were weird. Mm-hmm. Olden days, in this case, being slightly before we were born. So I don't know how sure, to feel about yeah. like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... Um, could you just... I mean, you had magazines, right? Like, for, Yeah, you just had magazines. You had magazines for, for beating it. Mm-hmm. Did you just look at them? Like, surely some people just pull them out and just take a look. Well, uh, Luke, I'm going to answer your question with a question. What the fuck else would you do with it? Well, I mean, obviously you, there's the jerking. Like, they're not licking it. No, 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 no. But if, if this person had a hidey hole and chain smoked through a pack or more of cigarettes, mm-hmm. that means they were just looking for an extended yeah. period of time. They were getting real horned up before they did the deed. Or they're gooner baiting. Or they're gooner baiting. Yes. Yeah. Or they're simmering yeah. their meatloaf. Yeah. They're, it, the gooner hole. The gooner hole. Because <laughs> the problem is the socks. I think we can both agree. The socks are easily the most distressing part. Yes, they're horrible. Um, yeah. In, in like, in this upsettingly humanizing way. Yeah. For some reason, you you subtract the socks from this room. It's odd, but yeah. like, I can live with it. You put the socks in there, now I'm scared for my life. Now we got a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because again, it's a flavor of Heidi Hole. Without the socks, it's like a flavor of Heidi Hole that's like, this was the spot to drink old Milwaukee 40s and, you know, just burn a bunch down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in the socks, though. Now now there's a whole different flavor. Now there's a sexual tension to this room. Yes. See, you have you have everything in that room, and it's like, oh, I guess it was like a dark room or a workshop or something like that. You throw in the socks, ah, it's a pervert den. It's a pervert den. Yeah, that's what it is. So I think it was a teen's hideaway. Mm-hmm. Uh to remain undiscovered I think your old device might be a radio if you take a look at it so so it it doesn't look like a radio okay it looks like some sort of like VCR thing oh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sam if I, it has a tape in it I cannot emphasize this enough do not watch it <laughs> <laughs> I but I wouldn't even have the means to watch true. it true you'd have to go to like Goodwill and Hunt for well, a VHS player. Let's talk about this, okay? Let's let's say it's not even a VCR. Let's say it's a fucking Betamax player. Yeah. Okay, so first I have to find something that plays Betamax. Yeah. Which is a task in and of itself. Yeah. And then, bud, I have to find something that will adapt whatever the output of a Betamax is mm-hmm. to plug into my television. Yeah, into, so you're plugging a device that's natively pumping out like 240p mm-hmm. um 
into your big beautiful television that's 4K mm-hmm. OLED. Um, yes, and and notably, I think only has HDMI inputs. Yeah, which I think you could probably get a, an adapter for. But here's the problem: even if mm-hmm. it's not the Ring VHS, mm-hmm. which it probably is, the Ring VHS. Uh huh. Um, or not the Ring. Uh, yeah, the Ring's the one with the. Yeah, the Ring. Yeah, the Ring. Yeah. Um, which one's the seven days with the phone call? Was that also I the believe Ring? It's- I think it's the ring. Okay. I don't know. I don't watch these things. Seems like there's two concepts in that movie. Now that I'm thinking about it, they're <laughs> sort of not connected. <laughs> yeah, because they play it and then they get the yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, even if it's not that, it's mm-hmm. gonna look like it is because it's going from 240p to 4K. To 4K. So it's gonna what be if, just a horrifying uh, panache of pixels. What if? Hey, bud. Mm-hmm. Let's let's scrap the porn. For a second. Okay, scrap Let's it. Scrap that angle. Scrap the porn. What if uh-huh. this is all the horrible, violent, compromising material that Republicans are always claiming against Hillary Clinton? Oh. Like, what if this is Hillary Clinton, like, <laughs> killing Bill's mistresses yeah. and, like, eating babies? Yeah. This I is, think is... This is Hillary Clinton's hidey hole. Yeah, or the person who had uh, uh, compromising materials on True. I like the idea that it's her specific hidey hole. <laughs> yeah, Hillary Hillary didn't own the house. She just found would sneak her way in yeah, and she, was like, I'll hide my shit here and I'll put my socks here to throw them off the throw scent. Throw them off the scent. Look at Because we are pretty hung up on the socks. We are so hung up on the socks that we didn't even consider that this is evidence that... <laughs> Hillary Clinton has done murder. <laughs> and eaten babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. Well, if you do any more explorations, you'll have to return and, uh, yeah, give us the, the further details on the Heidi hole. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's Hillary Clinton doing murders and Barack Obama as a jihadist. Is yeah. that anything I said? <laughs> Someone out there is now listening to the podcast because of that. And they're going to be very disappointed in the rest of what we have to offer. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, these guys fucking get it. They get it. They get it. And, and then they're going to hear me say next that, um, thank God, the, uh, the WGA got what they, they deserved. Yeah, they got what strike. they deserved. That and, fucking um, unions for days. Unions. Baby. Just strike, baby. Uh, unionize and strike. Uh, also, go listen to our Street Kings episode. I think you'll enjoy our comments on the cops, probably. Yes, you you will love them. You'll if love you it. think that that uh, Hillary Clinton did murder crimes, yeah. you will love what we think about the police. Although, there is a weird Venn diagram of people on the left who dislike cops, mm-hmm. and then crazy conspiracy theorists... Uh, you you mean the people of January sixth? Yeah, the January sixth people who beat the piss out of police officers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's a yeah. weird Venn diagram of those it is two. So strange. In the center is just disliking the police. Yeah, it is also interesting that within you know the big tent of the Republican Party, you have people who uh, revere cops and people who also stormed the Capitol and killed one. Yeah. Uh, what a, a big tent, though, you know? It's, it's a big welcoming tent for very select groups of people. Mm-hmm. It's the grand old party, baby. It's the grand old party. 
Look, what's the plot of Henry's crime? <laughs> I have one more thing I want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, there's not that much in this movie. No, there's not. Um, you mentioned the ghost thing. We all know Halloween is when you get to try ghosts in court. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's big. Um, and put them in ghost jail, which bring I think out, is a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, bring out the Rosenbergs again. Let's let's give them another crack at it's, it. Yeah, um, really. Maybe they'll they'll do better this time. Um, <laughs> my thing, I genuinely want to do this, is I want to track down the gravestones of mm-hmm. people who were really shitty and mm-hmm. are completely forgotten. So mm-hmm. right now, that's Ted Cruz. We we despise this man, right? Mm-hmm. Seven yeah. years down the road, probably no one is going to remember Ted Cruz. God willing. God willing. Like, maybe longer. Let's say 100 years. No one's going to be mm-hmm. like, fuck Ted Cruz. They're going to go, who? But we will yeah. remember. You mean uh, the guy whose dad killed JFK? Who's <laughs> <laughs> possibly the Zodiac killer? Um, <laughs> allegedly. Um, mm-hmm. I, I genuinely want to go find, like, Lord Bramblepatch. Mm-hmm. The forgotten, uh, you know, like, ransacker of India or whatever, and like, mm-hmm. and shout at their gravestones. This is mm-hmm. a genuine thing. If I had enough money, I would just fly around the world going to these people's gravestones and giving them what for. Uh, Why do that though? When you can wait for Halloween and put them all on trial. This is what I'm saying. This Halloween yeah. thing, I forgot it because I don't know. I'm stupid. Um, mm-hmm. It's a whole new angle because then I could put Lord Bramble Patch on trial. Yes, uh, yeah. I do. I do want to uh, draw a quick distinction here. Yeah, uh, Lord Bramble Patch is in no way, shape, or form related to Fran- Francis Brimble Pants. Francis Brimble Pants is a totally different name. Totally different. They're completely but separate. <laughs> they have a similar pattern. Yeah. Uh, but uh, t- totally different. Yeah. And so Francis Brimblepants has done no crimes. Yeah. Uh, or at least far fewer. He's a cat. He's a kitty cat. He's a kitty cat. So he's probably done what I would call misdemeanors, but probably mm-hmm. no felonies. Meowstemeanors? <sighs> is that anything? Um. Sure. Anyway. Feel. F- 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 Feline? Is that is that something? <laughs> Felines. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, high crimes and misdemeanors is is all that I can think of now. Maybe the dad jokes will come after the birth of the wee baby. Yeah. Family. Hopefully they approve. Yeah. Because this is just the bottom of the barrel. Unless that's your thing, is you're gonna have dad jokes, but also they're gonna be fucking wretched. Yeah, just pure trash. Like, they don't even work. They're not even mm-hmm. good jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll find out. What's the, what's the plot, okay. please? The plot <laughs> is Keanu Reeves is a security guard in Buffalo, New York. He's married to Judy Greer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has bad friends. He has some friends show up in the middle of, mm-hmm. like, winter. And they're like, we got a baseball game going on. One of our guys is sick. Can you drive us? And he's like, sure, because he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the movie actually plays that out, that he's he's not the brightest guy in the world. Oh, d- absolutely not. Yeah. Um, Henry is his name, by the mm-hmm. way. Hence Henry's crime. Henry's crime is that he does, he does accidentally do a baby driver. 
And whomst among us. Whomst hasn't. among us hasn't driven a friend to what they think is the baseball game, only for them and three other of your close friends to get out and rob a bank. Yeah, and you, of course, fail to notice that they're uh, pulling ski masks down over their faces and yeah. pulling a gun out of their sock. Yeah. Um, how could you? How could you? Know? you? So Henry gets tagged by the security guard because he's they, the other guys run off. And mm-hmm. this, but the security guard was on break or grabbing a coffee across the street or something and sees yeah. him and tags him. So he spends a fair whack of time in jail mm-hmm. uh, where he meets a guy named Max. Uh, and he gets out of jail on uh, good behavior, I guess, or something. Um, yes. And anyway, then he decides uh, if you've served the time, might as well do the crime. Might as well. Might as well do the crime. Judy Greer, by the way, has uh, left him for uh, one of the guys in the bank robbery mm-hmm. um, who has now gone legit, and they're having a kid. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he gets Max out on good behavior as well um, mm-hmm. and recruits him for this job. So what they're going to do is they're going to rob the same bank. There's a tunnel between the bank and a nearby theater. Uh, theater. Theater. So what happens? Keanu gets a job at the theater playing a character in a Chekhov play where mm-hmm. he meets. Chekhov's play. Chekhov's play. That's what it's called. Um and he meets an actress and they fall in love and he mm-hmm. tells her everything so she's kind of on board for this whole thing mm-hmm. yada 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 more people get added judy greer's husband uh going straight doesn't work out so he joins the crew they're digging through the tunnel to the bank um this shithead guy that did the original bank robbery catches wind mm-hmm. of it do you remember his name by any chance no eddie vibes eddie vibes Eddie Vibes. Eddie Vibes is an amazing name. Yeah, it uh, though more like Eddie Bad Vibes. Eddie Bad Vibes you, for sure. Am I right? Am I right? You are right. Um, mm-hmm. Eddie Va- Bad Vibes gets uh, Bad Vibes. Eddie gets in on this action by force, and mm-hmm. eventually the security guard, the busted Keanu, catches wind of this, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Tells him the exact date to rob it for the most money. To get the Which most is money. like $13 million. It's a lot of money for a regional bank in Buffalo. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but also like compared to a lot of uh, crimes in movies, pretty small potatoes. Pretty small taters. Um, mm-hmm. But hey, Buffalo, low cost of living, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, anyway... He's in the play, Keanu is. He's actually doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so opening night, he's like acting and then going to rob the bank as they successfully dug out the tunnel. They get all the money. They're starting to get away. Keanu has a change in heart and decides to return. Doesn't take any of the money, I don't think. Um, returns to the play, improvises a scene with the actress that he's in love with. Uh, a reconciliation scene. Everybody loves it. Woo! Great. Just like Chekhov wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the end of the movie. So Max and uh, the other guy get away. Mm-hmm. Um, I just realized he's abandoning Judy Greer in the soon-to-be-born wee baby yeah. uh, Joe, I think is his name. Yeah. Um, anyway, everybody's hunky-dory. The, uh, sorry, Bad Vibes Eddie 
uh, tries to pull a gun and take all the money, and then Max beats the shit out of him. Yeah, uh, fucks him up real good. Fucks him up real good, and they just leave him in the tunnel, uh, as yeah. is appropriate for Bad Vibes Eddie. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, what'd, uh-huh. you, what'd you think of this movie? This movie's bland. This movie is small. Yeah. It's just very small. <laughs> yeah. Unambitious. Unambitious is a great word for it. Yeah. it. There's so little happening, which is why we had to talk about my Heidi Hole for half an hour. For half an hour, because here's the problem. There's only like four people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... And, yeah. And as you can tell from, from your recap, like three things happen. Yeah. Yeah, a whole lot of it is just Peter Stormier as another Eastern European. Why does he keep getting cast as Eastern Europeans and Russians? Is Um, he not? He's Swedish. Close enough. But everything you see him in, they're like, that's Vlad from Bulgaria. He'll fuck you up. You know, I think think they're like, ah, they're kind of Baltic. I think I saw an interview with him once and somebody asked him about this and he was like, I don't know, the first job I ever got, I showed up on set and they're like, you can do Latvian, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then he did it and he actually did a really good job. And so he kept mm-hmm. getting those roles. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's mostly him yelling at people about how to act good and Keanu, some romance scenes, a lot of digging, mm-hmm. a, lot a lot of digging. digging. A lot of fucking. A lot of fucking. Uh, as is typical with Keanu. Yeah. Uh, the man loves to get his dick in. Yeah, he goes to town on some toe curling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's it's just a small. It's a really small movie. I mean, it's not even like so. Ocean's Eleven, right? They have big plans. Yes. Like they're gonna rob the fuck out of a big casino. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of work that goes into this and fun recon and snappy music. Um, mm-hmm. Nah, they're just robbing a regional bank in, in Buffalo. Yeah, it's like not quite even like a heist movie. Yeah. Because there's so little like heist planning. It's literally like he sees a, a an old article that says that there's a, a tunnel between the theater and the bank yeah. in, a, in a toilet. Yeah. And he's like, there's my plan. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's it's like an hour and 40 minutes, and it's so slow. Yeah, it's pretty slow. It's pretty slow it, burn. It drags. Um, so I, what'd you watch this on? Uh, Apple. Apple, Because okay. here are the options. Mm-hmm. Freebie. With ads. With ads. Which that was I, what I did. Which I saw this and saw the ads and said, mm-hmm. no, thank you. Yeah. I will happily fork over $4 at most mm-hmm. to avoid ads. And nowhere had it except Apple. Yeah. So for once, I went to Tim Cook's house, baby. How is Tim? Tim is great. Yeah. Oh, Tim, yeah. Pretty, pretty high off the new iPhone launch? Yeah, it's got some overheating problems, but uh, yeah. everybody yeah. everybody likes a phone that runs hot, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to the point of burning you? Um, yeah. Tim Cook's house is fabulous, because I know we've talked a Ooh, lot about Jeff Bezos' divorce shack. 
mm-hmm. and uh, Bill Gates divorce hut. Mm-hmm. Um, both aren't doing great. Tim Cook's house, f- fucking fabulous. God, I should go to Tim's house one of these days. Yeah. Uh, now, how mad is he about USB-C? Is he finally, like, accepted? Is he at that point? Let's just say he... Does, so, I don't think you get physical visas for visiting mm-hmm. European countries if you're an American citizen. Like, you can, but I mm-hmm. think there's, a you know, most of them. Tim Cook had a lot of physical visas that he was burning. Uh, Interesting. As they showed up as sort of a protest against the EU mandating him yeah. to implement uh, USB-C. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Which means that he got, like, he applied for and received a lot of visas. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. seems odd. Yeah, it seems that you really do weird. That. Uh, but, you know, you, I got to respect the tenacity, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're halfway through burning a, a Slovakian visa. And uh, you're feeling pretty pretty powerful at that point. Oh in time. yeah, I, f- I feel. I do wonder why he needed several visas f- for EU countries because it seems like you just need the one visa for the eurozone. Yeah, you kind of do. So that's what I mean. Like it's kind of nuts that he applied for yeah. individual parts of the EU. And strange that they didn't catch that. Yeah. Well, he's got a huge legal department. It is Apple. True. Yeah. So. It, Maybe maybe he did it under different names. Yeah. So like Tim, Tim Apple. Cook, <laughs> Tim Apple, Time Cook, yeah, Tim Tim Cock, Time Cock, Time Cock, uh, <laughs> Tim Cook, but with a K, so it looks like he's Dutch. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Time Apple. Time Apple's great. Yeah. So I assume he just did that. Yeah. Anyway, he did very promptly give me an ultra high definition version of this movie um, for about four bucks. So, yeah, no problems at Tim Cook's house, actually. I might, oh, nice. uh, I might try that more in the future because it yeah. was easy breezy. Hmm. Yeah, I, I went to Jeff's house and uh, he said, he said, I'm really worried about this lawsuit. This antitrust lawsuit uh, that that the U.S. has filed against me, and I said, "Well, bu- uh, Bud, you're sort of in a hell of your own making." Yeah, you you sort of did all the things they're accusing you of. Have you seen that list, by the way, of the things that they're accused of? No, I of? have not. It's Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's basically <laughs> just a list of Amazon's business practices, <laughs> and it's like these are all crimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so so he's he's worried about that. Uh, he yeah. was pretty anxious, and then he was also like, on top of that, you know how we bought Freebie and then made it only accessible through our stuff? Um, which I was like, you mean that crime you did? And yeah. he said, yeah, that one of them, yes. Yeah, one of many. Uh, he said, so you can only watch it through that, but there are going to be ads. And yeah. I said, okay, that's fine. And he said, there will be no warning when an ad arrives. That's what I fucking hate about Freebie. Is, yeah, so... Yeah. But I'm watching this show, this movie, and we're we're moving along. I Like, pretty early in the film, I think he, like, gets arrested, and then all of a sudden, uh, it goes, where's Ashley? <laughs> um, and... 
Sorry, Daphne. I scared the cat a little. Um, and it's just this ad for, for something about a show where a, a person named Ashley is missing. Yeah. And what's also interesting is that um, all of all of Freebie's shows look uniquely terrible. Yes. Yeah. So they, they look so bad. Um, and then it had the fucking gall to show me a Fast 10 trailer. Oh, no. Ooh, brutal. Brutal, brutal shit. Though, honestly, bud, this movie was so fucking boring. I was <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Fast 10's worth checking out. I I would almost rather be furious than bored. Yeah. Too, I mean, Fast and Furious... Mm-hmm. Is like those two words are are on opposite poles of this movie. Yes. Yeah, they are antithetical to what Henry's crime is putting down. Mm-hmm. I j- <sighs> this this movie, man. I, there's like nothing to say about it because nothing happens. Yeah. Um. I. Who's your favorite character in this thing? I guess James Caan. Yeah, it's got to be Max. Yeah, I, 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 one thing I will say that I like about the movie is that at no point does it dip into tropes about, like, uh, prisons. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you gotta, like, beat someone up and make them your bitch or whatever. Like, there's none of that. They're just very friendly. Yeah. Um, which I don't actually think is how the prison system works, um, which is why we should get rid of it. Yeah. But um, it was nice that they were just, like, all pals in there. Yeah, just uh, having a good time. Yeah, he's probably my favorite character, too. He's, like, mm-hmm. actually funny. And yeah, he's actually funny. There's actually kind of something happening with him. Yeah, because here's the problem with Henry. Let's talk about Keanu Reeves, you know, this, the sure. focus of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Henry is dumb as a brick. So, so the least observant man on the planet. He's Because, like you said, it's not a joke, and it's not played as a joke. His buddies start throwing on ski masks and pulling out guns. And he has this look that's like, huh. Yeah, they literally say, oh, we got to make a quick withdrawal. And they're at the bank. Yeah. And he just sits there and he's like, hmm. Huh. Hmm. Maybe we'll go to that baseball game afterward. Yeah. In the middle of winter. And then the alarm goes off at the bank and he's still just perplexed. Yeah. So, guys, not very observant. He's not very bright. He doesn't. Mm-mm. Okay, the movie throws things at Henry, begging. At one point, a literal car. At one point, a literal car. They're begging for him to react in any yes. way. So, like, his wife divorces him because she falls in love with somebody. So she shows mm-hmm. up at the prison. She's like, "I fell in love with somebody." Nothing. He's no, just he's like, like, "Cool." I'm happy for you. You're happy. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, and then he comes out and finds out that she's pregnant with this other guy. Yeah. And he's like, okay. All cool. right. Cool. Like you said, he gets hit by a car. Yeah. And he's just nonplussed. He's just nonplussed. Is, is not how you make a good movie. No, except for exactly one. We see him emote one time. Uh-huh. In the movie, which is when they're in the getaway car and he starts screaming, stop the fucking car, Joe. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Now, I will say, a scene that I enjoyed 
was when um, he's like auditioning mm-hmm. for the role in in Chekhov's play. Yeah, and you see Keanu do layers of acting, mm. and so you get like Keanu doing like some dumb schlub's performance, and it's bad. And then Peter Stormare yells at him. Yeah, and then and then you see like level one Keanu mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and and it's like it's kind of a performance and then Peter Stormare yells at him some more and then you get like level two Keanu and it's like okay okay we're getting something and then we build up to a I would say a full-blown performance yeah from Keanu Reeves it's uh, it's uh it's Keanu Reeves bean dip yes yeah uh, a seven-layer Keanu Reeves dip. It's a seven-layer Keanu Reeves bean dip. So, yeah, that was a highlight for me. Um, so this, we've talked about it. This takes place in uh, Buffalo. Yeah. And Home of uh, the Wings. Home of the Wings. It, which, as we all know, is on the coast, uh, coast of uh, Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. Luke, I gotta tell you. Um, grade school, or I guess just my whole education, really, but predominantly grade school, really made me think I was going to need to know more about the Erie Canal than I do. Mm, I can't, just in I can't tell life. you anything about the Erie Canal. Well, I looked it up because I got so fucking bored during the movie. Yeah, I uh, hear that. It, it connects Lake Erie to uh, the Hudson River. Hmm. Um, and it's like 300 something miles long. Uh, and I was trying to, I, this is how bored I got. I pulled up Google maps and I was like, I'm just going to follow it on the map. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel like I learned a lot about the Erie Canal in school. Yeah. And at no point have I ever needed to know anything about the Erie Canal in my adult life. I mean, here I am a full blown adult. Mm-hmm. With a big dick job. With a big dick job and a mortgage and everything. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you a dick about the Erie Canal. I, I just mm-hmm. learned some stuff about it. Yeah. Um, but I've done just fine up to this point. Yeah. To uh, Another illustration of how far gone I was um, is they go to uh, Niagara Falls uh-huh. in this movie. Yeah. My guy, do you know... What my first thought was when when I saw those those falls, which I I have seen in real life. Oh damn, um, Mr. Uh, yeah, Mr. Voyager over here, Mr. Globetrotter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Worldwide is what I like to be called. Yeah. Um. So uh, my first thought upon seeing it in the movie was, where's all that water coming from? Okay. I'm a fucking idiot, Luke. How is that my thought? I see a waterfall and I'm like, man, that's a lot of water. Where's it coming from? (laughs) That's Canada, mostly. Yeah, Lake Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. That's Canadian water, baby. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thought I had, Mm -hmm. and uh, honestly, probably the last thought I have about this movie. Yeah. How many crime movies just wouldn't work if the United States had a functioning healthcare system? Oh, because you mean like the security guard being like, "We went bankrupt because my wife got sick, and now mm-hmm. I need, I want the money." Yeah, um, now I'm going going to help you rob this bank. Yeah, 
Honestly, there are so many crime movies that would uh, disappear. Just just not work anymore. Yeah, well, there's a reason you don't ever see crime movies like this set in Canada. Mm -hmm. Because it would just be like, why are you helping us? Well, my wife got sick, and then we took her to the clinic. And And she got better for free. And then we went to the hospital, and she got better for free. So I actually, why why am I here? Yeah, you know, turns out I'm actually not mad at anyone. Turns out I'm good because she's still alive and great, and we're we're just as financially sound as we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yeah. It turns out I don't need to do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. The number of movies in general that would disappear. Yeah. 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 If we had a functioning uh, judicial system and or a healthcare system. Yeah. Um, you got any other thoughts about this before I start telling you about something else? Uh, <laughs> um, genuinely, Counter Reeves, there's last thing, Counter Reeves wears like a goatee and mustache. Horrible. For his role. Horrible. It's, it's so bad. It's really bad. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. What you got? Yeah. So lately, uh, Ken and I have been trying to find something to watch. And uh, I happened across on HBO Max. Yeah. Um, the British television series, Naked Attraction. Okay, I think I've heard of this one. Naked Attraction is now my favorite show of all time. Okay. <laughs> because here, here's what it is. It is uh, each episode's two, two contestants. Yeah. Who uh, are looking for a date. That's all. Not looking for love. Not looking for a, a spouse. Yeah. Uh, just a date. That's all. And they go into the studio. Uh, you know, they, they introduce themselves. And they're like, yeah, you know, I've had trouble dating. This is what I do. Blah, 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 blah. And then they go into the studio with uh, Anne or Anna. She's the host. And it's a pitch black room. Yeah. Uh, like a void. Mm-hmm. Save for six colored uh, rectangular prisms. Yeah. Um that contain single people. Ah. And these single people are stark naked. Okay. And so round one of the show is it reveals everything below the waist. Porky pig in it, sort of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there is... uh, Nothing is blurred. Nothing is censored. Okay. It is is full-blown, full-frontal nudity. Which and is kind of your jam for some reason. Oh, it is. <laughs> and and they they take a close look at everybody's parts. They talk about the parts. They talk about their preferences for, for parts. We get facts about people, like surveys of what people prefer. Okay. It, it's, it's quite interesting. And then they eliminate one person. Okay. So then round two is it reveals everything uh, neck down. Yeah. And we, and we go through, they eliminate another person. And then they reveal the faces and they go through and they eliminate another. Yeah. And then they hear the voices and they eliminate another. Now we're just down to two. Then those two come out of their box while the contestant goes and gets naked themselves. Nice. And they come back out and then the remaining two uh, uh, options comment on the contestant's body and then the contestant picks the one they they want to go on a date with and then they go on a date clothed 
That's it. That's the show. And I, it's so simple. <sighs> and it's so good. And before you give me some shit about it, it is actually pretty fucking progressive. Okay. Because it is uh, incredibly sex positive. Sure. It, it is very blunt. It would have it, to be. It would be wild if it was slut shaving. Yeah, if it was like gross. Um, it's uh, it's it's uh, very accepting. Uh, they have uh, different uh, uh, sex- people with different sexual orientations on there. We've got pan people. We have trans people. Ooh. Uh, you get again like facts. Uh, that just teach you about like health and stuff. They have people with disabilities, and it all is all treated like everything is on equal footing. Everybody is a good body. It's so nice. Yeah. Except. Mm-hmm. And this is just me. These are British people. Yeah. So they're not. They're not the best looking people. <laughs> <laughs> and also, they don't circumcise as much as we do here in the states. Yeah, it's 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 a interesting statistic that. And it is challenging. Yeah. To be presented with that many foreskins. Yeah, it's there's a limit I think on the number of foreskins anyone should have to interact with on any given day. I gotta tell you, in in any given episode, you're seeing at least six. That's a lot. That is a lot. It's a lot. Man. Sometimes twelve. Whoa! I mean, if it's all dudes and they're all uh, uncut, it's a lot of foreskin. That's a lot. Sometimes, way more foreskin than you thought was possible. See, that's that's the troubling part about it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, you need to check this fucking show out. I have this- I have such a deep aversion to this entire concept. It's so good. It's so simple. Yeah. And then you get to do things like scream when there's a particularly massive penis on, on uh, shown to you. Sure. Um, I was, uh, the other night, assembling a Playmobil pirate ship because I bought one for D&D. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to see the wee baby Keanu. <laughs> eventually, Yes. <laughs> The problem is it's not appropriate until he's uh, three. So so until then, it's for me. (laughs) It's an investment is what it is. Yes. So I was assembling this pirate ship. Yeah. And we were watching the penis show, as we call it now. And uh, I turn and I am face to face with 4K UHD cock. Yeah. And I screamed. (laughs) It is. I will say this. I have personal aversions to basically every inch of this thing, pun intended. Mm-hmm. Several uh, inches. But I do respect the fact that the show could even get made. Because uh-huh. in America, no way. Oh, absolutely not. There is Not a fucking chance. I'm kind of surprised that this isn't German. Because this seems like a very German concept. I, I gotta tell you, I am shocked that it's a British show. Because it's the Brits. They yeah. like... You know, they're pretty uh, pretty averse to this, but no. Yeah, they have a lot of the same hang-ups around nudity that we do. Yes. Um, versus Germans, who will towel off in the nude after a nice brisk swim. Right. And uh, expose you to all their German genitals without so mm-hmm. much as a, an afterthought. 
I think um, that's why it wouldn't work in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be too kinky. It would be too kinky, I feel like, yeah. And so it would, like, for the viewer, it would be uncomfortable because everyone in on in the studio would, like, I assume be, like, slowly stroking themselves. Yeah. The whole time, and it would be like, ah, oh, yes, that is uh, the most wonderful foreskin. I would love to stretch it out over a bowling ball. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, and they're all like kind of uh, pre-coming and it's, it's just like, I don't No, 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 no. Yeah. But with this one, it's just like, aren't those nice balls? And they're like, yeah, I do like big meaty clackers like that. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad you found your corner of the internet streaming services. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It we all nice. need it. Uh, mine's probably more Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Yours is The Penis Show. We, it's it The takes, Penis Show. It takes all types. Yeah. Uh, do you want uh, mail? Oh, yes. You know I want mail. All right. Uh, so this one is from Daniel. And the, uh, the subject line says, This is my episode. Uh, and Daniel writes, I have so many tidbits. Drunk while unplugging. Would have been awesome. I did get drunk after the fact and would have loved to be drunk during. In the end, it turns out we weren't blood related. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm supposed to laugh at that because it sounds sounds like an ordeal, Daniel, but... Yeah. Fucking it's, A. Yeah. Um, baby beds. So my wife just wrote a presentation on the pediatric airway and babies sure do have an occlusion-ready airway. So, business idea. Why don't we start making baby hammocks? Like the uh, like the weaved hammocks. Anyone can breathe through that. And he sent a, 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 attached a photo of a hammock. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, baby um, hammock, man. And then, scooting over here, uh, because I can't read it through the microphone shield. Uh, Ita. I did a searchy poo and found this. It's a Cora. Uh, post that is why is Utah so strange and he said so y'all are onto something and then uh, priesties and their pasties they can become after kids get grown which is another core entry can you become a catholic priest if you have a child so and then he closes it by saying doopy doop nice that's a that was a tasty email Daniel Mm mm-hmm a lot, of, a lot of fun little factoids there. Yeah, it was your episode. You were not wrong. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, so, uh, do you do you want to talk about what we'll be watching next week? Yep, as per usual, I'm going to watch you pull it up. Yeah, I have it ready. Oh. I was I was double-checking because I'm pretty sure I knew it, but I wanted to double-check. Is that a first? Uh, Is that the first time ever you've had it ready? Last week. Oh, nice. Last week I had it. Uh, so, this is 2012's. Generation um. Hmm. Um, so what do you think 2012's Generation um is about? It's got to be a Michael Moore style uh, where Keanu Reeves is like hosting it. Um, mm-hmm. Takedown of the millennial generation. Just sort of like exploring all of the generational divides between everybody else and millennials. All the weird quirks that make us what we are. Uh, we're Generation um. Baby and Keanu Reeves is like narrating it for some reason. Okay, okay, I like it. I yeah. like it. I think 
that it's Generation U-M. Okay. Uh, which stands for Undercover Mensch. <laughs> and uh, this is a, a group of uh, young Jewish lads sure. who uh, go into spy work. Is it like the opposite of a prank show? Do they just like do mitzvot? Or like yes. they just go around doing good deeds? Yes, so you know. people are like, what a mensch that guy was. You know um, corporate propaganda show Undercover Boss? Undercover Boss, yeah. Yes, it's that, but minches. But minches. Doing I, good deeds ad- without the corporate propaganda. I adore that. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we'll we'll find out what it is next week. Until then, folks, uh, thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on Blue Sky at Hanksy Panksy. Uh, you can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Let me know if you're watching Naked Attraction. Uh, and uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Hanksy Panksy. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff over there. We got, uh, we, we got some fun projects that I was telling Luke about yeah. uh, that are coming up on there. And uh, you chuck us enough money. You can be one of Hanks' heroes like Tuck and Daniel. And fellas, um, I'll... Uh, uh, Did you vote him into the final round of uh, Naked Attraction? I would. Yeah. I would vote you into the final round of Naked Attraction so that you can see my naked body and comment on it. Uh, Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. As per usual, this was not the line read. I'm going to give it mm-hmm. to you like a 1920s uh, gumshoe. Ooh, okay. Yeah, next to Gorbachev, he's my favorite Russian, see? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. We'll be back next week with 2012's Generation Undercover Bench. <laughs>